You're listening to Call to Homeschool, episode number 243, Creating Lifelong Learners. Are you feeling the call to homeschool and you're not sure what to do? Or maybe you are already homeschooling and it doesn't look like what you hoped it would. My name is Megan Thomas and I'm a certified life coach, a mother of seven and a homeschool pro with more than a decade of experience. I can show anyone how to create success in their homeschool and I'd love to show you how. Are you ready? Hello, how is everybody doing today? All right, just a quick reminder for anybody who is not started school, even though we are the second week of January, no judgment from me. But if you want to make it easy, I have my January's lesson plans for you. You can go grab it at coachmegthomas.com or click the link on my Instagram bio page and you can grab it there. So let's dive in to today. I want to talk to you about a conversation I had with somebody over Christmas break and this conversation has really, really stuck with me and it's just such an interesting mindset. So I was speaking to a young woman in her early 20s and she's an accomplished woman. She is married, has a bachelor's degree and is currently working in a field that she really enjoys. So she was, uh, she and I were having a conversation and she was asking about my adult kids and what does is, what is life look, look like for them now, college, school, um, marriage, like what, what are they up to, right? Just asking me a lot of questions about that. So I was talking to her, you know, we're going back and forth and we get onto the discussion of college. And I was telling her my thoughts about generals in college. And I think that they're silly and honestly really useless um, because I feel like high school is the time to be taking a bunch of generals and college should be the time when you are going to a field and going into something that you really enjoy and a specific thing and why bother with all these generals. So we're having this conversation, right? So she, we're, I'm talking to her about my opinion. And she goes on to say like, yeah, I kind of agree that most of my generals were pretty lame. However, I don't know a lot about computers. And so I wish there was a general class that was required that would have taught me about computers. And I have been thinking about that statement for so long. So here we have this amazing girl. She's obviously, um, a smart person, she's living a good life, all those types of things. But that mindset of traditional education is I only learn things that are required, not that I go and learn things that I want to learn and I figure out how. And so it was so interesting to me that because this class wasn't required, she's like, I'll just never know. When I'm sitting here thinking, like there are so many different options out there. If you want to go learn something, you can go and do it. And so she may have a piece of paper that says, congrats, you have this degree, but she is not a lifelong learner. And she is in her young 20s. And it's just basically like, this will never be for me. I'll never be able to learn these things. And so I wanted to talk about then, how does one help their child to become a lifelong learner. So I just have, it is short and sweet. It's two different things. It's not that hard to really help your kid to be a lifelong learner. That's funny. Those of you on YouTube, I don't know why balloons just went off on my Zoom camera, but sometimes it does that. So it's always a party over here, I guess. So the first one, it's so simple. Be the example. 
if you want your child to keep learning past 18 or past a degree, then you do the same. What are you interested in? What do you want to know more about? What are you doing to learn more about those things? So I wanted to share some ideas because I know sometimes there people will think of like where I am now. Well, that's easy for you now because you don't have a baby or it's easy for you now because of whatever reason you want to put in there. So I wanted to tell you things that I have done while I've had all my babies home and while I was having children and, and those types of things. And this isn't to pat myself on the back or whatever, but just to show you what is possible. So this is while pregnant, this is while having babies and all these types of things. These are some things that I have done of classes of things I've wanted to learn. So one of the things I did was I did cake decorating classes. My sister found one and said this would be fun. So we did um, we did two levels together and then she was pregnant and her morning sickness was so bad. She's like, I can't handle the smell of frosting. So I went on and did all three levels of that. I've just fun cake decorating classes just to learn how to decorate cakes. And I did that. So I was actually didn't know I was pregnant with her, but so that was when I was pregnant with my third. So I had two little boys pregnant and did those classes. Um, another one I did was quilting classes. I found out that I hate quilting with a passion. Um, <laughs> I like to do social things and sitting there by myself was really boring to me. Um, I've done beekeeping classes. Isn't that fun? I of all the beekeeping classes, everybody contradicts each other. So basically what I've learned is here are some basics and then do whatever the heck you want. Um, I've done running classes and running, um, What's that called? Where like you go on just like a Saturday workshops, different things like that of just better techniques to become a better runner. Um, so different things that I've wanted to know with that. I've read running books and a lot of things like that. A lot of homeschool books because I wanted to be a really good homeschool mom. A lot of parenting books, all those types of things. Um, I read a lot of blogs and watch a lot of YouTube videos. And so I'm learning a ton about gardening and chickens and bread baking. My, my son was laughing. He said, somebody didn't believe me that one of my chores was that I baked our bread for the week. And like, that was something that we did is we just made our own bread and I'm back to making our own bread, but we went through a phase where it actually was one of my kids chores where they made bread, but like I had to go and learn a lot about bread baking and why I wanted to do that. And just a bunch of other homesteading type stuff. So those are just some of the classes I've done. Um, and that doesn't even include online classes I've done for understanding Instagram or marketing or business um, courses and certifications and all those types of things that I have done as well. And for me, my learning didn't actually start until I became an adult, until it was no longer somebody telling me what to do, um, pass a test for me. Sometimes it was barely pass a test, but I got my high school diploma and I didn't actually start learning until I became an adult. And so just that example to my kids of this learning for me of all the books that I read. And yes, I'm reading a bunch of their books as well, but it's because I want to, and I want to know the history and I want to be able to talk to them and I want to be able to um, connect with them in that way. And I love all of those things that I'm learning. So those are just some of the things that um, I have done, even with all my babies home, all those types of things. So you may be thinking, Meg, I don't have time for anything. I am completely tapped out. I've got too much on my plate. So I disagree. You can listen to a lot of things. You don't have to go to a physical class. We have, and this was even before smartphones. It makes me sound so old, right? But we didn't have 
smartphones. And if we do, they are not the same as they are now, right? But we have audible courses, we have podcasts. So there's so many things you could be learning to while listening on your phone, while going on a walk while breastfeeding a baby, while um, just in your room at night, listening, brushing your teeth, um, taking a bath in the shower, anything like that, that you can be listening to things to learn. You also can be reading on your phone. And so, um, it is it's just as easy to read and study something on your phone as it is to check social media. So it's so interesting. I know not everybody here has social media, but so often I will hear a client say, like, I just don't have the time. And when we go in and we check their phone apps and just the settings and time on different apps. And it was one client had realized they were spending hours a day on Facebook. And it was so interesting that they're like, oh, I did have the time, right? So I learned a ton of things on Pinterest. Um, a lot of my gardening stuff and recipes and things like that, I just get it on Pinterest and it's right there on my phone and I can check it and just find something I want to do or something I want to learn. And I figured out right then and there. Um, another idea how you can make it feasible is include your kids in the things that you want to know more about, right? Make it a school subject. If you want to know more about gardening, make it your science. So we're going to study botany and we're going to get these seeds and we're going to do, we're going to grow these plants inside. Um, with my Briggy, we actually last year, I helped to make it a business. I wanted to do a ton of seed starts, but then I said, if you help me plant everything, you can have all the extra and sell it. And he was able to make, I don't know, like a couple hundred bucks or whatnot with, with us selling seeds, um, the seed starts. And so like we made it a little business, but we could also have it be part of school, um, just part of their chores, gardening or different things like that. The chickens, that's just part of my kids' chores, even though it's something I wanted to learn more about, right? And so making it part of a school subject or a family thing, right? We've done one of our Christmas trips was a triathlon. And it was so fun because we had to train together and do all these things together, but it's something I love. And I just included my kids in things that I loved. So that's the first one, be the example. And instead of looking at ways that this can't happen, look at ways, how could I make this happen? As simple as listening to a podcast, as simple as listening to a book on Audible or anything like that, right? Second one, I said, there's only two things. The second one is let your kids explore their interests. So Explore their interest does not mean you need to sign your kid up for every stinking class that they are like, this sounds really amazing to me, but instead explore their interests. And so this can be done free and um, can be done in a way that helps them see like, this is so fun. When I want to learn about something, here is how I can do it easily. We have so many things at our fingertips now with phones, with a Google home, with an Alexa, all those types of things that our kids can literally say, Hey, Google, Hey, Alexa. I don't know if you, we don't have an Alexa. So I think you say like just Alexa or something like that, but like, what is the capital of this? Um, how do I like, give me a recipe for bread, give me whatever it is. Like for my boys, it would be sports. What, who won yesterday's bowl game? Who won, like, who's the top player in this thing or whatever. And like showing them how they, they can learn different things. So that would be like maybe some information stuff too, but YouTube and blogs are free. There are so many people out there who are giving away free information. We were laughing about, um, one of my sons went through some awesome phases of a duct tape phase and a magic trick phase. And he learned all of those things on YouTube and I have a love hate relationship with YouTube. So anytime with YouTube, it is a family, um, like family computer that's out in the open, 
uh, just word of warning, YouTube has a lot of good, but also has a lot of trash on there as well. So just making sure that maybe you're there monitoring that stuff, especially the online stuff, but magic, magic tricks. I didn't do any school lessons about it. I didn't buy anything about it. Um, I just allowed him to explore and then practice his magic tricks on us. And it was a deck of cards or whatever he was using duct tape. I did buy the duct tape. And then I just allowed him to learn and look up different ideas of how to make duct tape of uh, different things that he could create with that. And then when he got a little bit older, he said, I want to learn how to play guitar. And what did he do? He went right to YouTube and learned how to play guitar. And it wasn't until I saw it was a passion then we did put some money down and got him a really good teacher. But if I'm throwing money at like, oh, here's somebody to teach you magic tricks and here's somebody to teach you duct tape wallets and, or, and for your kid, it could be whatever. They want to learn how to sing and they want to learn how to dance. They want to do all these things and like, awesome. Here's a free way we can go first. And then as you find what you're interested in, maybe then we do a class or something like that. So just because you are allowing a kid to explore their interest doesn't mean you need to sign them up in another class, put them in more things, even do an online class. But just like here are simple ways, like let's keep this fun. Let's just keep this passion alive for learning. And if they do something like, like the duct tape walls, it doesn't need to become a business. Um, it doesn't need mean they need to go do magic shows at children's parties or anything. That it's just fun to learn things sometimes and just allowing them that space. And then as my one son um, found that he loved guitar, that he went on and... Um, has done a lot of cool things with it, but he learned, knows how to learn things. And I've watched other kids do this with my daughter who loves singing. A lot of stuff she learned from YouTube and a lot of different things that she learned of how to harmonize and, and proper ways to do things with her voice. She learned it first there. Then as she found that that was her passion, then she did some theater and eventually she had a really good vocal coach and all those types of things. And so just showing them how to explore things that interest them. Like I said, I took the quilt making class and I can tell you now that that was a short lived passion. And I just did a one-time class that, and, uh, bought a few supplies. So it wasn't out a ton of money, but now I know I don't like it. Right. But it's so fun that I have my cake decorating skills. That's always my wedding present for nieces and nephews and really close family friends that I make their wedding cake for them, but it's not something I want to do professionally or make money with it or anything like that. So showing your kids that learning doesn't end when they graduate high school and then showing them how to learn things. So this cute girl who wants to know more about computers, if she had the skills like, oh my gosh, I Google, teach me the basics of computer. And I guarantee on YouTube, there's going to be so many things that are just going to pop up of showing you like, here are the basics of the computers. Here's a Mac. Here is, um, what is the other kind of computers? Microsoft, different, different like Dell or HP, or I don't know, just different models of computers. Like here are the basics. Here are operating systems. What is an operating system? Um, why do some people like this computer versus that computer? Um, I've even done things where different programs I will learn on YouTube, right? Uh, let's say you want to learn GarageBand on a Mac and there are YouTube videos of how to do those things. And so it's so interesting that this cute girl who has a degree only has it because somebody told her she was supposed to go get a degree. And so she just checked the boxes and then she's like, well, and now I'm done versus teaching kids. You are interested in something. Here's how you can learn more about it. It doesn't need to become a school subject. It doesn't need to be something you're quizzed on. It can just be something that you love. And if you really love it, take it to the next level. We can totally do that. But allowing them the space to explore the things that they are interested in. And as they continue to do that, 
they will become lifelong learners because they'll say, I'm curious about something and they will have the skills and the example from you of what to do once they are curious about something to go and learn that. And as you do that and they become lifelong learners, guess what else happens in their homeschool? As they are learning how to become lifelong learners, they play a much more active role in their education. Uh, this is what I want to learn. This is what I want to study because you have given them the tools to find out what they like because they have had the opportunity to explore the things that interest them. All right, friends, have an amazing week and I will talk to you next time. Hello, friend. If you enjoy this podcast, I know you are going to love my curriculum. Each month, you will receive 16 lesson plans that cover habits, the arts, science, history, and so much more. Head on over to www.coachmegthomas.com and click on shop at the top of my site, or you can check it out in my Instagram bio. Have a great one.